The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. Hello, fairy friends, and welcome to episode three of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. Welcome, friends, neighbors, loved ones. Hello, fairies. That's right. We're so excited. Uh, Again, thanks for all your comments uh, on our Instagram page, on Twitter and Facebook. It really means a lot to us. This is a passion project, and we're thrilled that you're not only liking the podcast, but you're liking our Instagram account as well. And we try to post every single day on all of those accounts. Um, Now, when we're doing these podcasts, I know Colin feels the same way. One of the things that irks me, girl, when I'm listening to podcasts is they don't get to the meat of the content for like 30 minutes. So on our episodes, we're going to try to get like right to it. Right, Kyle? Absolutely. Right to it. So let's do that right now by telling you the title of today's episode. Planes, trains, automobiles, minivans, buses, and ferries. Not us. The other kind. This is all about transportation. And like a lot of our episodes, we're going to be drilling down in the months and years ahead on very specific things. This, this episode is more general, right, Kyle? Yeah, like he keeps saying, in these early episodes, it's more overview for people that haven't been there in a while or have never been. Yeah, we welcome all, but if you go to Disney every other week or you are a correspondent for like Disney Food Blog, you know a lot of these things. This is really these first few episodes of this first season really for the casual Disney World goer. And so like I said, today is all about transportation. Kyle, where are we going to begin? Ooh. Let's see. What's behind door number 1? Buses. <laughs> Isn't it exciting? (laughs) Yes. Buses. Pros and cons. Now, it is the most uh, prolific. Yes, I was going to say the same word. Were you going to say that same word? There's a reason we're married. It is the most prolific transportation source on Walt Disney World property. Yeah. They're everywhere. Everywhere. And... There are pros and cons uh, to using the system. And again, if you're new to us, you can believe we have been there countless times and have taken, I think it's fair to say, we've taken now literally every form of transportation at Walt Disney World. Oh, absolutely. Okay, Kyle, let's start. uh, Why don't you kick it off? Why don't we give a pro? Let's let's start. Let's lead. Kyle's face goes, ugh, can we start with the con? No. Let's let's lead with the positive. You're getting a window into our relationship. I know. Kyle, let's lead with the positive. Throw out a pro for using the Walt Disney World transportation system. They're free to use. It's free. See, that's he he has nothing else because he I don't mind the buses as much as you do. No, that's not true. Yeah, I think it is. I'm just impatient. So he is. But, which is funny because when we're there, I think you're actually more impatient than I am. Yeah, I'm in, I'm not impatient until I get there. Yeah, it's the other way for you. Yep. But no, all kidding aside, there is a, a high level of convenience and budgetary positives with using the buses. Yeah, so buses get special access, so they get to drop you right next to the park. They, like we said, are free. 
they have if you're going to Disney Springs, like they have their own lane. Yeah. So at night when traffic gets really backed up, that bus just flies right by. Which there's a lot of construction going on right now at Walt Disney World. And a lot of that road construction is to add some additional lanes just for the Walt Disney World buses. Before we go any farther, keep in mind, though, this is where staying at a resort comes in handy because these buses are for the Walt Disney World properties. Yeah. I mean, you can use them if you're not staying on property. If yeah. you Drive your car in, you park at Magic Kingdom, and then you're going to go over to Animal Kingdom. Take the bus. Yeah. Don't pay to park again. No. No. No, 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 no. 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 You can use them even if you're not staying on property. Yes. Um, And it is, look, another pro for me, there's music in there, and it is, uh, you know, it is, they it's keep part the, of magic. the magic. Yeah, they do, it's... As much as you can be magical on a bus with some sweaty people. Um, they do keep the magic going. That great announcer, and I'm determined to find out who that announcer is. The announcer on the bus is like, you know, well, you know, get ready for your wild ride at Animal Kingdom. And I hear that announce, and I get so excited. So that's another positive. It keeps the magic going. And they can be super fast and convenient. It really depends on the day, time of year, all kinds of things. What Where you're going. There are so many variables with the Walt Disney transportation system with the buses. So, I mean, again, we could drill down and down and down. We're trying to keep it rather general. But I think those variables also turn into the con. They you, do. You don't know. It can be rather unpredictable. <sighs> um, let's just give you, as far as con, here is a fairly regular um, experience that you and I have had. Let's use Animal Kingdom. For whatever reason, we have had the worst luck at Animal Kingdom leaving the park Mm -hmm. we leave and i don't care what time we get to the bus depot we have waited upwards of a half hour for a bus to even the parks because they say buses run every 20 minutes which i mean sometimes they're faster than (laughs) sometimes but yeah that one day we waited i know at least 40 minutes it was more than a half hour because a half hour i'd be like eh, they're running 10 minutes late no big deal and let's be clear you're in Orlando, and other than maybe three months out of the year, it is hotter than like a zebra's butt. I mean, it's horribly hot. And you do not want it. You got, and you're sweaty. Babies crying everywhere, and you just want to get to the well, next rem- park. Well, you know, remember our podcast if you don't have kids. No, they're not your kids. It's oh, the, the other kids. next to you that makes it even worse. Hallelujah. Yeah, you're standing there. You're sweaty. If it's the end of the day, you are tired. Yeah, your feet hurt. You're just, you're like, because there is tired. There's like levels of tired. Like in 94, there's like Marsha Clark tired. You know, remember how how tired she looked? And then, like, there is Disney World tired at the end of the day when you've been at the park all day and you're waiting for 30 minutes for this bus. It's a little, it wears on your nerves a little bit. Yeah, so that's what leads me into my next kind of tip here, which would be don't be afraid to use Uber, Lyft, other rideshare programs. Yes, and we have done this a lot. And, Kyle, I think you would agree with me. The time that I would really uh, spend the money and what, Kyle, you averaged it out. The average trip from park to park is I mean, what? Depending on where you're going, where you're staying, all that kind of stuff. Like cheap ones, $6. If you can do like an UberX or a you know Lyft, just basic car, if you don't need anything fancy. On the higher end, I'd say 15 to 20 maybe 25 depending on if it's surge pricing or anything like that. Yeah, and where Uber and Lyft have come in really handy is when you, and we're going to cover this in more detail in a future episode, but let's say you are running late for a fast pass. Um, let's say you're at Animal, which is basically at the end of the earth. You're at Animal Kingdom, and you your next fast pass is coming up, and you're at, I don't know, Kyle, what do we say, Epcot? Sure. Sure. 
you're waiting for that bus. You let me tell you, you're rolling the dice. It's like I do not want to miss Pandora. No, like, I want to go on Flight of Atmer. Whatever it's called, I can't remember. Flight of the Banshee or, or something. Flight of the James Cameron. But yeah, you you don't. Bottom line, you don't want to miss your fast pass. This is when I would pull out that Lyft app or that Uber app and get and and get an Uber or a Lyft. Again, it's anywhere from like six dollars to fifteen dollars. And if you're traveling with other adults and you have a big group, yeah, do a fair split. It's not bad. At it's all. not bad. I mean, don't be afraid to use. It. And Disney World has now made it very easy. Uh, as far as stop, as far as finding where these play, uh, where the cars pick you up at, they've yeah, done a better job yeah, in the last few years. It's pretty clear. There's signs on the as you leave, come in and leave the parks. It says rideshare this way on the app itself. It shows you. It's pretty clear. So they've and, made it. Yeah, and the other big thing I would say, great time to use Uber and Lyft is at the end of the night at park closing. Woo! And you are, let's say you're staying at All Star Resorts. There is a line. Three miles long, yeah. and it's like I'm gonna have to wait an hour just to get a bus, and I am not doing that. These I'm tired. I know we're going backwards a little bit, but speaking of that, this is what you love to do, and I don't want to miss it. If we could, if, going back to the bus situation for a minute, this brings up a really, I call it a Colin tip. Look around your like I'm saying for all of you staying on property, and that means you're staying at a Walt Disney World Resort. Look around at the other resorts around yours. Are there any in walking distance? Because that could come in really handy if one of your buses, like if the bus for your actual resort is running late, girl, jump on a bus for a resort next to you and just walk. Yeah, we do it all the time. I mean, that's mainly for the Epcot area resorts. But like if you're staying at the boardwalk, and you see the bus for the Swan and Swan, Dolphin, Swan and Dolphin, they might even be the same. Or Yacht and Beach. It's like, I'll go to the Yacht Club and then hop on the boat or walk if because that bus is here right now. Yeah. So keep it. When you check into your Walt Disney World Resort. Just, yeah. Familiarize yourself with what's around you. And, yeah. Because it'll come in handy come bus time. Because if maybe your exact bus isn't there, look around. A bus close to your resort may be available and you can jump on and save yourself a lot of time. Okay. Let's move over to minivans. Now, minivans is a, a fairly new service within Cowboy, would you say, the last two years. Mm-hmm. I think they launched within the last two years. It used to be, it was a trial at first at, I believe, just beach and yacht or maybe just beach. Yeah. There were various um, specific deluxe resorts that they were testing it out and they've now expanded it. Can you explain to folks what exactly the minivan is? Yeah, so we're talking M-I-N-N-I-E, like Mickey and Minnie. And they are um, an SUV that's polka dot. It looks just like Minnie Mouse. Yeah. And it's an extension of Lyft. So when you check into your resort, you can add on this extension into the Lyft app. And when you're swiping through at the bottom, so you're going to choose a Lyft, a Lyft XL. The next option is minivan. And it is, they're not actually Lyft employees. They're Disney employees. And they just use Lyft as their as their platform. So you're going to get an uber magical experience because they have tailored music to where they're picking you up at. Which I love. It's the coolest thing. If you're going to Hollywood, look at the radio. It's all, it says Hollywood Studios music. And it's like a playlist where they play like themes to Star Wars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is just, it's Disney magic. They pick up me, Jason, and my mom, and they go, hello, princess. Calling Mama Haas, my mother-in-law, Princess. I thought he was talking to me. I thought he was talking to you, too, actually. But, yeah, they're so nice because they are cast members. And, you know, sometimes you are rolling the dice because you can get a creepy Larry uh, cab driver or an Uber driver, which we've had. We had one one time we went uh, to Disney World, and we had an Uber driver. We went to the outlets because, you know, the fairies like to shop sometimes. We take a break from the parks. 
So we went to the outlet and we had an Uber driver that this is no joke, fairy friends. He stopped about two blocks from the outlet, pulled over, opened up his door and spit. Like spit. On, remember that, Kyle? And he spit his chewing tobacco. Like he wasn't just like <laughs> spitting like, oh, I don't know what's going on. No. He had chewing tobacco that he pulled over, opened the door and spit. And I was we, like, get me get out, me of, out here of here. Now. Get me to the Banana Republic outlet because this, this dude is disgusting. But anyway, so that when, when you're with the minivan, it, you're guaranteed to have a cast member. Now, the downside. Well, the, and oh, another sorry. perk, they drop you off. Um, oh, yes, yes, where yes. The buses drop you off for the most part. Especially um, Magic Kingdom. Yes. So um, if you take an Uber or a Lyft or something to Magic Kingdom, they have to drop you at the Transportation and Ticket Center. And then you have to take either a ferry or the monorail or something like that. For the Magic Kingdom to get specifically. To Magic Kingdom. Yeah. If you take a minivan, they can drop you right up at the gates with the buses. Yeah, for Magic Kingdom. Hollywood right now. Well, Hollywood's... I don't, even want to, yeah, I don't even want to talk about Hollywood parking because it's all under construction. And by the time this episode airs, who knows? Epcot, uh, I think, drops you basically by the buses as well. Bottom line, there's a lot of advantages to the minivan, whether it's cast member, magic, or location. And the downside is Ooh. they are expensive, girl. So it is very. It, okay, now here's the deal. It used to be really. Like, yeah, it used to be a lot more affordable. Yeah. But they've changed their pricing. I think it used to be a flat rate. And now. And now it's um, based on mileage. And, it is really. Get ready to pull pull that wallet out because it is. Uh, the the lowest that I have seen it lately is about $27 for a ride. And sometimes you're like, look, I want that magic experience. But that is three cocktails at Epcot. <laughs> Yes, I, I, I. He measures everything's cost and how many <laughs> drinks it is. Yes. Well, you know, I'm just thinking, wow, that is a two vodka. That's two and a half vodka sodas. So anyway, pros and cons of minivans. Kyle, should we move over to probably the most famous transportation system? Jason's uh, favorite. I love this. The monorail. I love the monorail so very much. I. It's all of you. You get it. You're nodding your head right now. If you're a huge Disney World fan, there's just something iconic about it. As yeah. I throw my pin at Colin, did I hit you with that? Almost. I almost. I'm just wondering if that was intentional. No. I, I did. You hear that noise, fairy friends? I had a pin in my hand, and I almost. It was a projectile. It almost. That's the second time he's done that. Just in this episode. I'm sorry. Gonna... <laughs> I'm leaving it in too because it's real life anyway. Uh, but the monorails. It's. Look, we don't need to sell this much. Y'all love the monorail if you've been there. But Kyle, let's talk to, especially for if you've never been there, if you haven't been there, where it goes and where you find it. Yeah, so there's three different monorail lines, and they all depart from the Transportation Ticket Center. So we talk about that. That is an area right outside of Magic Kingdom, um, close to like the Polynesian. And it is like the headquarters for all of the monorail departures and everything. So there's three lines. One goes to Epcot. One is the resort monorail, which goes to the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, and the Contemporary. And then the third one is the Express monorail, which just goes to Magic Kingdom. And it just goes in a loop. And it is fantastic. It is magical. It makes my vacation. Now, I used to have the little sound effect, but I can't find it. Um, My favorite thing ever, and this is how I know I'm on a Disney World vacation, is when the doors get ready to close on the monorail now, I can't speak Spanish, but Colin does. So, Kyle, can you do, and again, I love this announcer. 
I want to know who the Disney World announcer is. He has the best voice. Kyle, can you do the announcement for the monorail? Yeah, so he says, please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Okay. How good is that, everyone? See, I'm. can you hear me smiling? You can see. It is his favorite thing. Favorite thing. We'll be talking, and he literally like puts his hand over my mouth. The monorail announcement's coming on. I love it. Like, right now, I wish I could make it my, like, text. It's too long to make it. Say the Spanish version again. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. <laughs> See, I love it. But the monorail is just great. It's easy. A word of caution, though, um, after fireworks, uh, it's hard. It's, 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 it fills up fast. Yeah, if you're staying at a, a Magic Kingdom uh, area resort, fills up. You think you may be ahead of the line. You are not. <laughs> there are hundreds of people that have gotten there before you. Like we said, the express goes really fast. But a tip is if there's no line for the resort monorail and you see that express monorail line is ridiculous, walk over and take the uh, resort monorail. It's just going to stop at the Contemporary and then the Transportation Ticket Center. So you got one extra stop in there. But if there's no line, hey, why not? Bottom line, the monorails are great. But keep an eye on where you're going. That's the thing. Whether make sure you're on the right one, especially if you're going to Epcot, because there is a transfer. You know, so just enjoy it. But keep again, be aware. Listen to the announcements. Listen to those fabulous announcements, and you'll have a magical time on the monorail. Final transportation that we're going to cover in this one: boats. And we're mainly going to talk about boats at the Epcot Resort. What are they? Probably Village. Not the Epcot. I don't know if they have an official name for the Epcot Resort area. I think that's probably what they call it. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're going to talk about right now. The friend, the friendship boats. The friendship boats. Yep. Friendship one. Friendship two. Friendship yeah. three. So there. I mean, like Jason said, there's boats at Magic Kingdom that'll go from the park to the resorts, or from the park to the parking lots. Um, there's boats at Disney Springs that bring you from one side to the other. But our focus will be just at the Epcot resorts. So a lot of people don't know, I think, that you can take a boat Yeah, from Hollywood Studios is one end, and then Epcot is the other end. And the resorts in this area include the Swan and Dolphin, not officially a Disney property, but we'll co- cover that in a future episode. Uh, Boardwalk. Beach. And Yacht Club. Those are your Epcot area resorts. And so the nice thing about this is it drops you off at the back entrance of Epcot. So if you're not familiar, there's the... Um, why am I drawing a blank? The World Gateway. Oh, Interna- the International, International Gateway. gateway. The, the back entrance, we call International it. International Gateway. There's hardly anybody ever there. And it goes, like I said, it's like 25 minutes from one park to the other. So if you're tired and you're like, oh, gosh, I just, I can't walk that far. Don't. No. Hop on a bus. Yes. Or on a boat, sorry. Hop. <laughs> boat, bus. It's all, it's all right. Same thing. Yeah, hop on a friendship. They're great. Um, from Epcot to Hollywood. It's like, what, 12, I think 20, 25 minutes? 25 minutes. So, hey, it's a good rest, and it's so pretty, especially if it's a nice day. And it's never – I know I never feel – sometimes on the bus, I, I want to scream because it's overly crowded. I never feel that way on the Friendship Boats no. in the Epcot Resort area. No. It's always lovely. Yeah. And it's just a nice ride, and the, the driver the, – the, the captains are really good. So, And if you don't want to take the boat, you can walk that same route. Okay. So this is where, again, this is a little piece of joy – you can get off, like, let's say you're at Epcot. Let's give you a scenario. You're at Epcot, and you have a park hopper. So now you're done. You spent half the day at Epcot. You want to go to Hollywood. Jump on that boat, okay? And if you're impatient like me. <laughs> I'm so glad he said that. It, I, I I was going to say it, but I didn't want to fight no. afterwards. Yeah. So I, I, I know what you're thinking. Hashtag know thyself. So let's say you're impatient like my husband. So you're, you get the boat at Epcot. 
toot toot, and you get down and you stop at what, what's the first stop called? Boardwalk. Boardwalk, and you're already antsy. You're like, okay, okay, get off at Boardwalk. Yep, and then you're gonna cut through the Boardwalk Resort. Yep, um, over by like the shops and the arcade. Go through. You're gonna walk past the pool. And then you're going to come out on this walkway, and you're skipping two different stops, and you're already almost to Hollywood Studios. And that walk, you'll hear us talk about it in a future episode where we're going to talk about our love for the Swan and Dolphin. But that walkway is another huge piece of joy for us. We have had some, we've had some interesting conversations. We've had some uh, loving conversations. It's just a beautiful walk. It's very peaceful. There's not a lot of people around. Not, no. Not a lot of people do it. I mean, we judge people that are jogging because it's like, why are you jogging? Yeah, it's 100 degrees outside. Why are you running? And you're going to be r- walking around anyway. Again, we'll get into that in a future episode. I digress. It's a beautiful walkway between um, between basically Swan and Dolphin or Boardwalk and Hollywood Studios. We do it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah. So if you ever see us... Say hi. If we don't, there's a high possibility we may have had a few cocktails. Yeah, I think that's the real reason we enjoy it is we're usually maybe a little intoxicated while we're taking that walk. He said it. <laughs> I did not. You've got Mickey Mail. Oh, boy. Okay, it's time for the Mickey Mailbag before we wrap up here. We're already getting great emails from you on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and our Instagram. And by the way, two fairy godfathers. Uh, spell it all out on every format, but uh, Twitter. Twitter wouldn't let us spell it all the way out, so it's... The number two fairy godfather. Yeah, of every other format, two fairy godfathers, and we're the most active on Instagram. Colin, who's in our Mickey mailbag today? Today we got an email from Kathy on Instagram. What does Kathy want? So Kathy was wondering, um, she is... Uh, She's what? She's getting ready. She's doing a big. She's doing a big trip, isn't she? Or she asked about a, a kind of a group experience. Yeah. So she's staying on property, and she wants to know just for one day, and she wants to know if they are really insistent on getting to a park at open. Is it best to take the bus, or what should they do? Yeah, they call it the pros call it rope drop. Um, should they get their ride at open? And should they take, should they risk taking the bus? Yeah. So she wants a, fa- she didn't get a fast pass for the Slinky Dog Dash roller coaster and she wants to get on it. And so she's smart enough to know, get their ride at park open and just go right for that ride. But the question is, yeah, do you wait for the bus or do you get an Uber or a Lyft or something to get there? Okay. If you have a group and you really want to do this ride and like Kathy, she wants to go on a new Uber popular ride like Slinky Dog Dash at Hollywood Studios. I would say, Kyle, you may, I think you're going to agree with me, spend the six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve dollars because that ride, if you didn't get a fast pass, if you don't do it at the top of the day, you are going to wait one and a half to three hours and it's going to eat up your day. And you can take a bus, but like we said, they're just so unreliable. Unpredictable. We've been, yeah. We've been sitting there waiting for a bus and you, it says the arrival time and, you know, and we're sitting at the resort and it's like, oh, it'll be here in two minutes. And then it goes up to four minutes and then it goes back down to two and then it goes up to six. And it's like, what is going on? Um, I think also it sucks maybe to have to get up super early that day, but give yourself plenty of time. Get to the park at least 30 minutes before it's supposed to open. At least. Especially Animal Kingdom, which we'll go into on a different day because they do different things for that because of the, for the, be- Avatar the ride. beast that Pandora is. Yeah. But if you're going to go specifically to Hollywood to get on Slinky Dog Dash, get there at least 30 minutes early. So give yourself plenty of time. If the park opens at 8, plan to leave your resort by 7. You can take a bus if you're going to do that because you've got a little bit of window. But 
if you want to sleep in a little bit or you want to for sure get there fast, I would take an Uber or a Lyft, spend the money, and then guarantee yourself a good day. And if you have people in your group that don't want to do it, forget them, leave them. You can see them in the afternoon. You'll have a good day. They won't. That's right. <laughs> Kathy, thanks for your email. If you have a question, something that maybe is too long for us to answer in the body of an email or you want us to further explain it, email us. Again, we're most active on Instagram. Follow us at 2FairyGodfathers. Spell it out. And on Twitter, we are the number 2 fairy godfather. No S. Don't ask us. Ask Twitter. So that's going to do it. Kyle, any, anything else? Yeah, thanks for listening, folks. That's right. We'll see you next week. Bye, fairy friends. Thank you.